Black. Like we're back. We're back and I've got my gloves on. How come you're taller than me? What are you like sitting on a... Because like, you are a little oh, shorty and uh, there we go. Right? Shorty, shorty. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Talk Podcast. My name is Nebraska King. And my name is Amber King. And we're the Kings. <laughs> from King Creative. From how creative is that? Anyway, uh, so we are um, going to be talking about some stuff today. What are we going to talk about, Emma? Influencers. Mm, influencers. Influencers. Hot topic. Always growing every year. Multi-billion-dollar industry now. Completely global, and yeah now become like a main stable thing that every brand business on the planet is doing in some way shape or form and if you run a business and you have always wanted to think about working with influencers or how you can work with them or whether there's value in them uh we're going to share with you some of our insights of working with influencers and what we have done over the many many Years. <laughs> <laughs> years of uh, dealing with influencers across multiple brands in multiple countries. We've worked with some of the biggest artists and names in the world. Calvin Harris, Dead Mouse, Snoop Dogg, right down to Mum and Dad Mum and Dad bloggers. They own a small business here in Melbourne. And uh, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Fashion, fitness, gaming music everything right? cooking cooking wish they could have told us how to cook but so we're going to dive into influencers today um it's going to be a topic that we will we usually talk about anyway over the year but influencers is really spiking and probably one of the reasons why is because tiktok is literally taking over the planet um that'll probably be another episode actually i was talking about when we um work and represent with TikTok. Maybe we'll do a TikTok dance TikTok. challenge. Anyway, so the uh, the hype around TikTok, the content that's gone out, social platforms, as you know, is now a main stable way of marketing. It has been for many years and is not going to change. In fact, because of TikTok, the faith has been and the trust has been re-established within the community of people that are wanting to use it for more marketing. So Influencers has been something that a lot of people have been talking about for many, many years. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover off three areas of influencers that we get asked all the time, but also give you guys some insights into why you should work with them, how you can work with them, uh, and some of the things that we actually do yeah. uh, to do that with. So let's kick it off. Kick it off. First question that we get is, uh, do influencers help you grow your business? Mm. What would you say? It depends. It, it does. Really, really <laughs> depends. Why would you say that? Um, yes, if influencers like Kim Kardashian can definitely help you grow your business. But do you have a cool $1 million to spend on a post? I think I don't million. think so, yeah, <laughs> and probably now it's $20 million. So um, it really depends on what your business is, what your niche is, who are you trying to target, and the type of influencer that you're engaging mm. to sell your product or brand. Mm. You are not going to go with a mummy blogger if you are selling um, something to teenagers. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
it really depends on who you choose as an influencer and are they authentic? Yeah, you covered up a lot here, actually. There was heaps. <laughs> there was so much in there. So, um, do influencers grow your business? Absolutely. Uh, they grow it, but sometimes the metric of whether they grow it is not necessarily about money. Sometimes they grow it by giving you exposure to a different audience that you've never been able to reach. Sometimes they'll grow it because they'll give you exposure of your brand um, into other partners. Uh, sometimes they'll grow it because of where they are in the world and they're taking your brand to other countries. Like there are different metrics on how they actually deliver business value back to your business. And then sometimes they grow it by helping you sell your product. What you really need to be clear on when you're working with influencers, no matter how big or small your business is, is what the hell do you want them to do? Uh, most people that we work with have no freaking clue like, what they want them to do. It's like, yeah, they're just like, do a social post. And then they do that and then they want more. And they're like, now do a reel, now do a Instagram, now do this. And that kind of approach does not work. You really need to structure what it is you're gonna do with an influencer in order to help it grow your business. So, you know, do they help you grow? Absolutely. One thing that you need to really think about is what area do you wanna grow with that influencer? Is it the sales side? Is it the branding side? Is it the partnership side? Is it the content side? There's so many things that they can be used for and you need to decide which one you want them to be part of, whether it's one, two, or all. Mm -hmm. And when you decide on doing all those different things, there's obviously different ways to do that. Yep. But I think they work. Um, we are the influencers of our business and our podcast. So if we, we looked at it as like why we do it, it's because we want to be the people that actually promote our business because yeah. we own it. So obviously we should be. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it may not be that you need another person to be an influencer. Sometimes as a business owner, you can just be that person yourself. Yeah. And you can do stupid stuff like this every day. <laughs> Work together, play together, influence together. Influence and, and like, you know, come up with the strategies and things like that. But influencers do help grow your business. You have to be very clear on what it is. You have to be very clear on what your benchmarks are going to be. And that will help you go to the next step, which is like how you actually work with people. Yeah. And this is probably the thing that we get asked all the time. It's like, how do we work with influencers? Like, what is it that we're supposed to do with it? What would you say? How do we work? There's a lot of, there's a process. What's the process? There's a long process. You don't just go, oh, I saw a girl on Instagram and I think she'll be awesome. And go and get her and that's it pay her $50,000. No, that's not the process that we undertake. Oh, some brands might, but some do. Um, we do a lot of testing, a lot of tracking. Mm. We've got software or platforms that we use yep. that can actually um, look at their audience and get the analytics and make sure that that person is actually the right person for your brand. Which we pay a shit ton of money for, by the yeah. way. They're not cheap, these platforms. No, but it's worth it because then you you need to do your research you can't just go out straight away and approach someone and hope that they'll love your brand you know you do your research on that person then you actually contact mm. that person see if they've got an affinity to your brand let them test out the product say if you want them to i don't know be an influencer for your new lipstick range 
do they even wear lipstick? Do they, <laughs> you know, maybe if they're a sports star, no. But if they are a um, beauty model or, you know, someone like that, they might. Um, so it's a lot of testing the waters, trialing, and not always going with your first choice. Nah, usually never the first choice. Mm. Uh, yeah, we, we go through a massive process, as Amber's outlined. We, we go through a lot of things in order to qualify that that particular person actually has the influence to bring across people to a particular product or brand. If they don't meet the qualifications, we don't talk to them. Um, and we have a number of tools that we use in order to qualify that person. So we have something that helps us find them. We have something that helps measure their audience. We have something that helps us measure whether they have fake people or not. And believe it or not, most people do. do. Um, and it's a big percentage too. So that, that you need to know out of the thousand people that this person may have, whether you're going to get all thousand or whether you're only getting 200 of them because that could change the cost, it could change the content, it could change a whole bunch of things. So, you know, working with influencers is a structured approach. It can't be done where you just decide one day that because everyone's got one because it, it doesn't, it needs real attention and it re needs real support. Anything in marketing actually does. Um, but with influencers, you're dealing with people. You're not dealing with products. You're not dealing with a website. You're dealing with real people. Emotions. Emotions. Kids. Dramas. Dramas at work. Like you're dealing with real people and these real people have real feelings. And so you need to get past like thinking like a big brand or a business owner and what these people want or need. And you have to try and find out a way where your business and your product is going to help this real person. Because that's what you're dealing with at the end of the day. Yeah. I think too many brands think of influencers like a ad like a you know like a like a web ad you know like a, mm -hmm. that you click on it there's no physical attachment to that person it's just a banner you click on the banner and you get what you want that's not what influencers are you can't treat them like banners they're actually mm -hmm. like real people you need to spend some time talking to them first of all and analyzing their audiences and finding out what their passion point areas are and actually creating a plan that will work for them mm -hmm. and you yeah, you can tell when brands haven't done their research properly oh, yeah. because they have shit you'll, <laughs> you'll go onto a, an influencer's page and you'll see one minute they're using a Rolex watch. The next minute they've got a Gucci watch. A Hugo watch. You know, or something else. A Gucci else. watch. So, which means... A Versace watch. Yeah. You know, if they're changing like every week to a different watch, it means that they're not um, loyal to mm. your brand. Mm. Um, they don't, you, you haven't obviously done a proper agreement with them. You just want them to feature your watch once, which might work for you. But I think the audience of that influencer will see right through that post. Mm. Oh no, it's just purely an ad, advertising yeah. play. Yeah, and you need to do the research. You need to find the right people. You need to find the right audience. You need to make sure that the product fits their lifestyle. And this is work that you can do as a business owner before you even reach out to them, before you even like send an email or ask them to do something. Like the best thing that you can do is actually do the research and do it properly. Yeah. And you'll know just from looking at their content and the comments from their content mm -hmm. of the people who follow, 
you know, if you don't have a platform to analyze stuff, you can do it manually and just go on their pages and have a look. You can actually get a really good feeling for what that pe- what that person cares about, what that person's been up to, you know, where they like to spend their time, also how their content is created and see if what they do resonates with what you're trying to do. Yeah, and you can also see what their audience likes yeah. as well. You know, if they are commenting about that dress that that girl wore and they really love it, well, you know, their audience really loves flower floral dresses or, you know, it's got mm. a, you don't just look at face value, don't just look at their pictures, um, but dive a bit deeper. Mm. And like, how do you know that influencers will really work? Well, you have to, you have to benchmark yourself. You have to put in place a plan that measures the amount of engagement and activity that they're going to do so that you know it's working or you know that it's not working. Uh, and that's where, you know, having a really good discussion and relationship with the, with the person goes a long way because there's a ton of influencers out there that will just take product. There's a ton of influencers out there that just want to be paid. There's a ton of influencers out there that are just getting started and are hungry for anything. And you need to find out which one you want to work with in order for you to get the best result. They're not all the same. There's now different levels of influencers depending on their audience. It used to be the day where there was only three tiers of influencers. There's like five or six now, right down to nano influencers, which is anyone under 2000, all the way up to your big massive celebrities. So there's... You know, there's a lot of things that people don't take into consideration. And the main aspect of it is you're dealing with humans, not yeah. products. Yeah. So you need to you need to think like you're dealing with relationships that are real people, mm. not just a product that's going on an ad or being put on a website or it's in an app and there's no connection. You're dealing with real people. And, and when you understand that that is a big component of working with influencers, you'll take a different approach on how you can get the most out of them Mm -hmm. and how you can work with them. And usually what comes out of it in our discussions, when we meet with an influencer, we usually have like something that we can show them from the brand. We usually have a ton of questions from the brand and from us. And we usually sit down with them and we go through all of the stuff with them so that they can actually go, Okay, so that's what the brand is about. Does that brand make sense to me? Yes, no. Uh, That's what they're doing that's really cool. Does that work for me? Yes, no. Uh, These are all the questions they're asking me about that I can do content around. Does that work for me? Yes or no. And if at the end of that conversation, you have like no, no, no from their side, then you don't work with them. You're not the one. And you go on to the next one. And you go on to the next one. And It's kind of like dating. Yeah, but it's really drawn out. <laughs> it's like a long drawn out um, courting process. It's a long process. Isn't it? But there's three people involved or there's three long parties process. involved. There's there's the agency who's us, there's the brand yep. who we represent, and then there's the influencer. So we're kinda like the middleman trying to get the mm. influencer and the brand together. And sometimes there's even another person which is like the manager. Of the of influencer, the influencer yeah. or the agency of the influencer, and then you have to bring them into the. So equation. it's an orgy. And, oh. It's not just a threesome; it's an influencer <laughs> orgy. Because we all, and, we all want yeah. to think. <laughs> right. It's like, an influencer orgy. Yeah. Let's just make that a hashtag, shall we? Okay, so then, like, it can it can grow. 
you know, there can be other people involved. You know, we've done um, partnerships with some of the biggest musicians and they usually have a lawyer, a, um, manager. a manager, a record label, as well as a PR person, as well as a marketing, like it's massive teams, massive, massive teams. So, you know, the more people you involve around that particular influencer, the more you have to take into account the relationship between the brand and the person to make sure it's genuine. I think the biggest thing to, mm. to working with influencers properly is authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity. Like, I cannot stress it enough. We've used it ever since day one. And if you're a brand trying to push a product to anybody and you're failing to be authentic, everyone sees through that mm. shit. Like, everybody. Yeah. And my other point would be don't be a dick. Yeah, that's a big one, actually. Yeah, because... We have a big don't be a dick policy. Like, no dicks allowed. No dicks allowed. Punch a dick. Um, no, because if you go out to an influencer and you're like, hey, man, I uh, love your content. Do this post. No, they're going to go, who you're are dick. you? You're a dick. <laughs> no, thank you. But um, if you build a relationship, get to know them, talk about what they want. Like, as you said, ask them questions, find out what resonates with them, find out what resonates with the brand. Maybe that you have mm. to schmooze the manager a bit. But gotta have you, you've got to do that. Otherwise, it's going to be a cold relationship. You're going to get one post. It's going to be transactional. And it'll be over really quickly. Yes. Because they'll find someone else that does care yeah. and they'll move on. Yeah. Um, and normally with... Um, Influencer partnerships, we like to grow them into long-term partnerships where they're beneficial for a number of months, years, and they keep growing in that fashion. I think that's what people want, right? They want real long-term. relationships that help them grow. Because remember, the influencer is a business and you're a business. It's not the influencer is, is no longer like a kid that doesn't have any value. Like the influencer is a, is a business. So really, this is more about a business-to-business partnership than uh, you buying them for an ad kind of deal. Yeah. So I think we have to change the mindset of how we look at influencers, exactly. maybe. Look at that. Yes. Uh, the last question that we have, which we get all the time, is actually around this. Whether you should pay influencers or yeah. not. Or do you have to pay them to work with them? Yes. You're going to pay them regardless. You know why? You're either going to give them product, paid, because you pay for the product, if you give that to them, then you've paid them. It's not them, a cash component. Essentially paid them yeah. something. Well, it's cost the business something. Right? Mm-hmm. So if it costs the business something and you're getting something in return, then there's a payment mm-hmm. taking place. Then there's the actual paying an influencer and giving them product uh, kind of strategy. Um, and again, that has to be worked out. But yes, I, I would say... Even if even if someone is a really small influencer, right through to them being quite big, you are going to have to pay them yes. something. Gone are the days when you could give a loan headset to an influencer and ask them to do some posts, and they would mm. return the headset, and you wouldn't pay them a cent. Yeah, that doesn't happen. It like it's been gone for years, mm. and and now you know the new influencers that are coming up are so savvy with getting paid that they will promote themselves to get paid first before they even get product. So you can't even get them to do anything unless you pay them and agree to a payment yeah. and then they'll want to know about the product. Um, and it's changed a lot over the years. Yes, but I still think some influencers, even when they're very small, 
are charging too much. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest problems is there is no metric for what you should pay influencers. You know, I've dealt with people that are trying to charge anything from like $10,000 a post through to like $1 million a post to like $2,000. And they all think their audiences are all the same and should be like, you know, getting this yeah. much back. But there's no like for every person that follows someone, there is a dollar value to it. Everyone is kind of making up their own yeah. amount at the moment. And our job is to sift out the bullshit from the real stuff. Mm -hmm. And our job is to look at it and go, that makes sense. That's really good value. And that doesn't. And that's not good value. And there's always, always a mixture of both when you're dealing with influencers. So have a list, like really have a key list of people you want to hit, have a plan to tack and approach on what you're going to do. And then when you sit down with them and have a discussion, think about the discussion as a business to business yeah. instead of like, an influencer who's like a paid advert that just yeah. does what you want because that's not the case. <laughs> what you could do, say if you don't have the big budgets, right, and you're a small brand or a small agency mm. or whatever, and you don't have the big budgets to pay for a 12-month campaign, you could possibly do a six-month campaign and pay less or mm. a three-month campaign. Depends what you're trying, what your objectives, objectives are, but you don't have to pay the big bucks every time. No. You know, you could get a whole lot of micros and do a three-month campaign with three micro-influencers, mm. And a lot of people actually do, or a lot of people, a lot of brands actually will trial an influence first and they'll do a campaign where they have a spend and they have a product and they want that person to promote it and they do it for a short period of time, like a month or two months or three months. And then they look at those results and go, was that worth the money? So if we spent $100 and then we gave them product and that product was another $100, then your total value is 200 mm. for you, total cost 200. Did you get $200 back? If you did, you just broke even. But if you got $500 back in value, or if you got $1,000 back in value, you've essentially paid for that and gained more out of that relationship, meaning you should continue it and maybe spend and invest more into it. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. What you could also do is to offset those costs. So say you don't have $20,000, but you can pay them $10,000, but also give them PR coverage or some extra marketing uh, yeah. or introduce them to some other brands that you work with or do some partnerships with them or mm. um, give them some extra social um, love or whatever it is that could, um, that value, the value of that could add up to mm. $20,000. Yeah, as I said, because you're, you're dealing with a business to business, a person to person relationship, there's a lot of things that you can do that you need as a business to help your business grow. Influences is one thing, PR coverage is another, social content is another, uh, being able to drive sales is another. All these little components, if you can tick them off and add them to your equation of what you're gonna give to a potential business or influencer partnership, then you, know, you gain a lot more. If you just go, I want you to promote this product and that's it, that's all you'll get. That's an ad. That's all, that's an ad. Mm. That's an ad and then that person will treat it like an ad and there is no relationship and you will get the bare minimum and it will be, and I'll tell you right now, it'll be a crap result. It won't work for it. Yeah. Um, so you have to put in the effort. You have to look at what you're gonna outlay as far as cost. And then you also have to make sure that you have something in place with which to measure it. Because if you put in all of that effort and then you get all the results back, and you have no way of telling whether you got good coverage or not, 
And don't even bother. Then <laughs> it's a waste of time. You've just wasted all your time <laughs> and all your product and all your money. Um, and it doesn't have to be a real costly exercise, whether you're large or small, you can do and work with influencers. There's so many and so many uh, ranges of business and so many ranges of audience that there are influencers out there for your business. It's just down to what is your plan? What is your budget? How much do you want to outlay? And then what is the return that you're looking to get? Very simple strategy, which hasn't changed in many, many years. And I don't think it ever will. But um, those are the things that we do on a regular basis. Probably on a daily basis. Yeah, I just finished like meetings today, just talking with influencers. Yeah. And, and it's part of what we do for our clients is to manage influencer partnerships, content, um, mapping out products. Sometimes we make custom products for them. Sometimes we release special sales and deals. Sometimes we fly them all over the world to yeah. different events. Like there's so many things you can do with these people because they're real people and it can be a lot of fun too it's not just it's not just a transaction no we've had some of the like best events or most oh, fun yeah. times with influencers yes yeah. yeah we have so influencers i don't think is going anywhere i believe that it's going to grow into an even bigger business year on year and I believe that now it's a mainstay. Before it was kind of an afterthought for mm. products and brands to look at. It was like, mm, we might do one influencer a year, but now it's like part of the actual strategy where brands will have a team of influencers that they'll use every single year. So whether you're an influencer watching or whether you're a brand or business watching, there is definitely calls for you guys to work together and there's a lot of ways that you can do that. And I'm just putting it out there, you know, if you need an influencer that has the one-liners, call me. You know what? I got approached. I told you, eh? I got approached as a, from a brand, a watch oh, brand. Here we go. This is a funny story, actually. So, I haven't been approached by any other brands before, um, but this watch brand, which I will not mention, but you know who you are. They, they sent an email, their marketing head sent me an email, and she said, we'd love for you to be an influencer. Would you like to um, would you like to join our team and we do watches, etc. We'd love to have you on board. I was like, that's really cool. She checked out their Instagram. They're a legit business. They make watches. The watches range from nice. between yeah, they're not bad. Like maybe $250 to like a thousand bucks. Just like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then I said, okay, cool. So what do you want? And then she comes back to me and she goes, Well, we want to give you 70% off. <laughs> So that you can buy your first watch and then you can promote that watch on your social channels to anyone else that follows you. Just so you know, that is a shit way to get an influencer to work with like, you. Like, who's going to do that? Yes, I will buy the product and then promote it on my own channel. Shit way to do it, mate. Shit way. It's not going to work. So they, they were going to offer me a discount in order to do it. They were then making statements like, oh, we'll um, include you in competitions, but you have to buy the product and you can run the competition if you like. I was just like... No, it's just them wanting mm, people to buy it. Like, I, how terrible. How, imagine how many people they've gone out to and did that. It's terrible. They, they actually wanted me to buy the product and I don't even wear their product or even heard of their product before. 
It's pretty insulting. It's just an ad. But I reckon influencers get that kind of stuff. It was my first experience. So I've never had that. And every time we go out to talk with influencers, because we've done so much research, we already know we're going out with like a full bag of stuff. We just haven't told them what it is yet. So. No, we don't tell them that we know how many followers, uh, how many of their followers are from... Albania? Yeah. Or, Bangladesh. Or Russia. <laughs> So, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we continue to do. Influencers is a big part of our business. We work with massive ones, and there's a lot that's coming up from the company this year, where we're going to be working with influencers across sporting in Australia and New Zealand, music in Australia and New Zealand, and gaming across Australia and New Zealand, like a lot. And a lot. also fashion. Should oh, and fashion. Yes, we're going to be doing fashion. fashion. Maybe I can bring my watch. <laughs> partner to my fashion shoot <laughs> and buy my buy a watch and then okay i think that's enough for my... us <laughs> we haven't had lunch so we better get going at breakfast i had melon puffs breakfast this morning it's very healthy anyone that's watching that's a fitness instructor he shouldn't be a fitness influencer <laughs> i tell you that Anyway, this has been another episode of Creative Talk. If you have been tuning in, we'll be talking all about influencers and how they can help your business and what you can do to work with them. My name is Cabrasca King. This is Amber King. We're the Kings. This is Creative Talk. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, whatever you do, if you send me a deal, do not ask me to buy the product. Okay? <laughs> Bye.